Little honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Dropping black gang candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table. This is a show dedicated to the people of our region who produce, prepare, and preserve our regional foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. The song that you just heard performed was sung by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee, and she's gotten incredibly popular, even sung on the Grand Ole Opry, so we're real proud of her. Today, we're setting the table with a visit to the farmer's market and green beans. It is bean season, and so today we've got Fred Sausman talking about Bill Best and how Bill saved the seeds of the noble bean. I also visit with Mary Phillips of Friendsville, Tennessee, and she's going to let us know how she cans her green beans. And I do know for a fact that down at the Miraville Farmer's Market, they are fat with beans. For our gospel number, we get to hear from an East Tennessee outfit called True Life Blues. So I just want to say thank you so much for your good company here today at our table, and I so appreciate you tuning in. So let's start the show out by going to the Farmer's Market in Knoxville, Tennessee. You can always find more information about this Farmer's Market at nourishknoxville.org. Tennessee Nutrition and Consumer Education. Oh, I gotcha. I'm so glad to see you here at the Farmer's Market. So what do you do? Okay, we bring new recipes each week with fresh fruits and vegetables, and we prepare the recipe and then give it out, and we just hope that people like it and will want to go and support the local farmers here and take that home to their family and eat the more fresh produce. That's fantastic. And and again, this is part of UT Extension. Yes, ma'am. Wonderful. Now, what are your names? I'm Nicole Mulliken. And Sarah Ford. We also give out the recipes each week. All giveaways. There's been a lot of different giveaways this summer. We'll be here through the end of September. I love that this market takes SNAP benefits. Yes, our program is for markets that accept SNAP for the people who can come and double their rewards. We just give them ideas on how they can spend that extra money. That's fantastic. And did you say that Chris Sneed developed this program? Yes, ma'am. This is his.
If people want to get a hold of you or find more out about you. Yeah, they could go to the UT Extension website. We're with Knox County. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Do you like a sample? Sure, I would. It's really good. It's very fresh. It's really colorful. Oh, what is it? Try pepper salad. Oh, that is delicious. Nicole did a good job, didn't she? Did you ever participate in 4-H? I did. What did you do in 4-H? Um, well, wait, I lived on a farm, so I did like the, more of the ag stuff and yeah. um, the demonstrations and the public speaking, all of that. I pretty much did it all, actually. Well, now where are you from? I'm from Rock Island, Tennessee. It's in Middle Tennessee. Okay. Warren County, yeah. Well, we always try to, to mention 4-H on the radio show, so I think it's really important for our youth. I agree completely. So, graduate school, what are you studying? Child and Family Studies. Well, and your name again? Nicole Mulliken. You're going to do great things Thank for, you. for other people. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Charlie Zavales. And uh, hey, I've known you since you're a little bitty kid growing corn, and look at you now. Yeah, I've expanded, grown it all now. <laughs> now tell me about your CSA. Um, we do a small box. It's a quarter bushel share for fifteen dollars a week, and it's for a twenty week season. And then you get whatever fruits and vegetables are in season at that time. And today they got potatoes and eggplant and peppers and tomatoes in it, and then. That's right. It could be in August. Now, when do people sign up for that? Um, they sign up anytime February through April. Okay. Gotcha. So, Zavell's Family Farm, how often are your products available um, throughout the year? We're going to be at five different farmers markets around Knoxville until about the 1st of November. And then we'll go to the winter markets in downtown Knoxville and downtown Oak Ridge just on Saturdays, the months of December, January, and February. What do you have at winter markets for sale? Um, we'll have the greens, kale and collards, and beets, and radishes, and onions, and stuff like that, and some carrots, and then we'll also have our pork meat, our lamb, and our beef. Good deal. Well, Charlie, thanks. All right, thank you. And what's that website, once again? www.zavellsfamilyfarms.com. I'll put you on the spot, thank you. All right, no problem. All right. So I'm sitting here looking at good golly tamale. Mm -hmm. And um, so you got your classic chicken and pulled pork. Where's the meat for the classic come from? Dem Farms. Where do you locally source your ingredients? Uh, we get them from a lot of different vendors here in the market. It's kind of just like whoever has what we need. And yeah. Do a lot of trades and stuff like that. But usually everybody's from the market, the market scene. Well, um, your tamales are just renowned and so good. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> now, what's your name? I'm Josh. Okay, good to meet you. Good to meet you too. And um, what markets do you sell at? Um, we're at the farmer, the downtown farmers market on Wednesdays and Saturdays. We are at the UT markets Wednesday evenings, oh, and that's all the markets we're doing right now. Will you be doing winter or do you not? Yes, we will be doing winter market. Okay, and how do people find Good Golly tomorrow? Um, we have a storefront down in the Old City, right on Central. It's across the street from Java, the coffee shop. And um, Good Golly Tamale at face on Facebook or goodgollytamale at gmail.com. Good deal. Well, thanks a bunch. Thank you very much. Well, we're sitting here looking at Doug's other honey, and um, how are you? I'm good, thank you. You must be Doug. I am. <laughs> How'd you get into this honey-making business? I um, 
I sold my other business and I was looking for something to do. And uh, bees, I just thought, were so fascinating. So I got a couple of hives, and then I got a couple more, and now I have about 250 hives. Oh my gosh. And so it's my retirement was short-lived. <laughs> you, you like to sit still, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what markets do you sell your honey at? Basically, just the Knoxville market. Mm -hmm. um, I sell at Pratt's in Fountain City. I sell at Riggs in Powell. I sell at the farmer's market uh, on Wednesdays and Saturdays um, in uh, Market Square. Okay. And that's basically it. Will you do the winter market? Um, usually I run out of honey in about November. That's a good thing for you. Well, it, I always tell people, you, you can tell a real beekeeper, he runs out of honey. Okay. If, yeah. If, if he never runs out of honey, you got to wonder where it's coming from. Absolutely. That is very true. Well, Doug, it's good to meet you. And, and if people want to find your products online, what's that website? I don't have a website. Well, hey, you're one of a million. So they just got to come find you, right? Um, those three locations that okay. I mentioned, good I'm deal. there. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. It came out of Now, you've been out here for a long time, Grassy Creek Soap. So what's your name? Lance Davis. And what you do? I make soap. It's good stuff. You're always out here at the market, aren't you? Yep. So what markets do you go to? I do Market Square, UT, Lakeshore, and Ebenezer Road. All right. Now, what, what makes your soap so good? Mmm. You can pronounce everything in it. It's all natural and made by me. It's good stuff. I remember using some of the, the stuff that keeps mosquitoes off. It's citronella and tea tree oil and it works great. Just rub it on and it keeps the mosquitoes away. Well, and it really works. I, I experimented and it does. to my friends down south. It does. Well, and again, your name again. Lance Davis, Grassy Creek Soap Company. Well, thanks for talking with us. Thank you. Bread alive. Uh, yeah. Is it all liquid fruits basically or do you have jams too? Oh yeah, these are um, jams. I mean they're all low sugar, so they have about half the sugar. Um, and then I make lots of drinks and breads and all kinds mm -hmm. of yummy stuff. So what is your name? Melissa. Well, this stuff looks so great. And what markets do you sell at? I sell at Market Square and at New Harvest Park. Okay, gotcha. Well, bread of life. Thanks for talking with us. Thank you. So there you have it, just a brief visit at the Knoxville Farmer's Market in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. For more information on all of our guests featured on the show, you can always visit TennesseeFarmTable.com. Look for the link that says listen to the show. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. After the short break, we'll return with our show and hear from Fred Saucman about Bill Best from Berea, Kentucky and how he loves to save old-timey beans. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery with two convenient locations. Downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street, 
in Magpie's West, now open on Bearden Hill, right inside the Village Exchange. That's just one block east of Calhoun's. A convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily in Pie Day on Friday. Orders can be taken in person or on the phone at both locations. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 12 until 5, Saturday 12 until 4, and closed on Sundays. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes to a country club affair with a custom creation. Magpiescakes.com. All butter, all the time. And now, let's hear from our friend, Fred Sossman. He's a food historian and teacher of Appalachian Foodways at East Tennessee State University in Johnson City. We like to call the segment of this show, Seasons Eatings. Kentucky Wonders, Half Runners, Turkey Craws, Greasy Cut Shorts. Just the terms themselves conjure summertime memories. Green beans are among the land's most precious gifts this time of year. If you've ever broken a bean, you'll never forget the snap and then the ping that you hear when you toss it into an enamel pan. Green beans snap and ping are two of summer's most unforgettable sounds. I've heard people talk of breaking beans all my life. My parents broke them, they tell me, the day before I was born. The breaking always brought forth speculation on how weather affected the thickness of the bean strings and talk of long-forgotten varieties, like the Myers family bean of Greene County, Tennessee. Never trust a stringless bean, I was always told. There's a rhythm to the breaking of the beans and a ritual of fan-swept front porches, antique pans, scallop-shaped metal chairs, and newspapers in laps. In the 1930s, when my grandmother heard the engine of the produce truck echoing off the pavement of Carson Street in Greenville, Tennessee, she'd grab a pan and head to the house of the buyer to offer her services as volunteer bean breaker. No compensation or trade for labor required. Green beans brought out the best in folks. They still do. My father always said, the more green beans you gave away, the better your plants produced. My friend Bill Best, a North Carolinian who now lives in Berea, Kentucky, knows more about green beans than anyone I've ever met. Bill's a seed saver, preserving what we've come to call heirloom varieties. He told me once about a noble bean, probably named for a family, but also, I'd like to think, for its character. This bean once traveled from West Virginia to Oregon. The great-granddaughter of the man who brought the bean to the Northwest sent Bill some seeds that were not germinating. They'd been in a container for about 20 years. Meticulously, Bill Best coaxed six seeds out of 100 to germinate. All of them died but one. From that one plant, he saved 11 seeds. If he's lucky, he says, he's helped bring this bean 
back from extinction. Green beans are as resilient as the mountain people who cherish them. Archaeologists tell us that green beans have been growing in the Appalachians for at least 1,400 years. These were cut-short varieties, with beans so closely packed that they square off on the ends. Cut-shorts were highly prized by native peoples because of their high protein content. They're still prized today. So are greasy beans. In fact, Bill Davidson, owner of Davidson's Country Store and Farm near Rogersville, Tennessee, calls them the green bean connoisseur's green bean. And they're named not for taste and texture, but rather for their slick, oily-looking appearance. As green beans go, they're finicky. If the temperature reaches 70 degrees at night and stays there for a while, they can abort their blooms. No matter the variety, in the kitchen, green beans adapt well to the speed of the pressure cooker or the slower pace of the Dutch oven, to the opulence of fat back or the prudence of olive oil. They freeze, they can, they pickle. And for those unbroken, they dry and rattle, threaded onto a piece of string as leather breeches, their richness to be reconstituted in water long after the growing season has ended. Those backyard under the maple trees bean-breaking sessions attracted neighbors, grandparents, and cousins brought together by the immediate promise of green beans and new potatoes right off the stove, as well as the hope of a warm-weather meal and memory come winter. For the Tennessee Farm Table, I'm Fred Saussman. This is Bill Claybo with Foothills Land Conservancy, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on Tennessee's own WDVX. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. In this interview portion of the show, I went and visited with Mary Alice Phillips. She's a woman that lives in Friendsville, Tennessee, and she has a lot of knowledge about canning and food preservation. She's also kin to the Walker sisters from Little Greenbrier up in the Smoky Mountains. And um, she's just a, a lovely person and I just really am honored to have met her. And she's going to talk with us about some wisdom about canning. We start out here with walking into the house from the screen door and Lassie was on the television. She was digging out the picture of her grandma from her back bedroom and I was waiting out front. So let's join Mary right now, along with her granddaughter, Amy Sawyer. 
well, they, were, they got to see them with their little bitty things, you know. Mm -hmm. You put up a bunch of beans, didn't you? Yes, 55, <laughs> 55, I can, 55 jars this year, this, with a rope toe. <laughs> but my sister come and help me. Did she really? If she hadn't helped me, I don't know whether I'd ever made it or not. <laughs> Well, now, um, so ha so did you put them in jars or freeze yeah. them? Okay. No, we you put them in the jars and stack them in the box and stack them on top of one another. Did you use a pressure cooker? How yeah, a pressure canner. Oh, mercy. But see, used to, they didn't have no pressure canners. Yeah. And you had to use an old canner. Big thing. Yeah, it's blue and speckly black. Yes. It's a, it's a can that's a, an old-timey canner. Mm -hmm. You still buy mm -hmm. And But you'd have to cook them four hours in that canner. You put your jars in the canner, mm -hmm. okay, and you fill them, and then you put water and salt in them, and then you put them in, in seal them up, and then you put them down in this canner, mm -hmm. and and put the water up to here, and boil them four hours, and and that was the old tiny way. But now they've got to, uh, pressure pressure canners, mm -hmm. and it takes uh, 25 minutes when it when that. Pressure gets up to 15 pounds. You hold it on 15 pound pressure, 25 minutes, and they're done. But it takes a it takes a long time for that pressure to get up there. It don't take as long as it does to come down. But you can't just you just got to turn your eye off when it when it, the 25 minutes is up. You turn your eye off and just let it go out of itself. Because okay. if you used to take the lid off or remove that thing, it would suck all the water out of your jars. Ooh. And then you wouldn't have no water in your jars. But it will. It would. So you did yours with uh, the pressure cooker yeah. this time, and so it'll hold seven jars at a time. Seven, mm. and yeah. And you have you put up fifty-five jars. I put up fifty-five jars. So yes. that's quite a. My sister come and help me though. She helped me break them. Okay. Yeah, she mm -hmm. helped me break them. And ain't no trouble just, and she helped me put them in the stack them in the jar. You know, put okay. the water and the water and salt in, put them up. Well, do you she do can't that? Hurt, she cans hers too. Does she really? Yeah, we all can. <laughs> it's a, I like canning. I told her they're 55 cents at Food City. I why she cans them. Because I don't like, it, it, I do not like a canned green bean. You, I don't care what you put in it, it don't take that can taste away. It's it true. It just ain't no account. It's, it's true. Mm. They don't taste no. good. They're, no, they don't. And, they don't. And you lock them up every which way, you, you know, they, they just don't taste like a home canned green beans. They don't. No. I'm with you. They I used don't. to think, why in the world do people want green beans? Well. When, when that's all you know? But boy, yeah. when you taste a home canned good green bean. Yeah. And you just, it's worth eating. It sure is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you are tuned in to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own 899 WDVX. Thank you so much for everyone who called in to support during the one-day fun drive. WDVX is truly a community radio station and brings to you this type of community broadcasting. You can always make a much-needed tax-deductible donation at any time securely at WDVX.com. And you can always listen to this show on your schedule at TennesseeFarmTable.com. And now it's time for the gospel portion of our radio broadcast. We like to call this our daily bread. And let's hear a traditional gospel number from a group straight out of East Tennessee. 
The name of the band is called True Life Blues, and the CD is called Walking in Tradition. This is Rodney Worley, Daryl Webb, Jay Tipton, Cody Bauer, and Chris Wade. We're going to hear them perform Hold God's Unchanging Hand. Thank you so much for your great company here today at the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here next week at 9 or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast on your smartphone, tablet, or computer, or on iTunes. Or just search for Tennessee Farm Table. A big list of all of our shows will appear. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production. <laughs>